No more Mr. Nice Guy. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Goremore Podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser, the Lady Arouser, and joining me, as always, is Positively Chad. What's up, bitches? It's good with Steve Vasquez. What's up, my ho ho hoes? <laughs> and my co-host with the motherfucking co-host, Big Johnny D. What's going on, Gorehounds? So today is December 7th, 2020, and we got a weird episode for you today. But Ooh. first, it's time for your slice of life. Scuba Steve, what'd you do? Uh, well, today uh, I've been suffering from some uh, motherfucking <laughs> food poisoning, but I'm a trooper and I'm here. Um, but other than that, man, we had a good episode on Friday. Uh, watched it a couple times and it was just really good. So thank you once again for that episode of i enjoyed it thoroughly um over the weekend i worked that's it um was kind of a little bit upset because when i i haven't worked in about two weeks and we have you know i have a backup dj that covers for me when i'm not at the bar we have this huge plexiglass like encasing around the fucking dj booth and when i got to work on friday the part that goes over the door where people come and talk to you was off so i looked at him and i was like what the what the fuck's going on? How come How come this is down? And he's like, oh, it's been down for like a week and a half. And I'm like, well, I'm not fucking working if this thing's not up. Right. And he's like, well, I got plans tonight. I was like, I don't give a fuck what you got planned. I'm not working unless this is put up. So went to go talk to the manager and the manager came and he was kind of pissed off that I made him put it back up. But fuck that. I don't I don't fucking want the Rona. You know what I mean? Um, but other right. than that, had fun. You know, it was it was a chill weekend. And then um Yesterday, I just played Star Wars, The Old Republic all day, and that's pretty much it, man. And then laid in bed all day today trying Old not Republic to... Republic or Knights of the Old Republic? No, 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 The Old Republic, the online oh. one. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, um, and then just stayed in bed all day today trying to recover and drink a lot of water. A lot of water, because that's pretty much all I can keep doing. <laughs> the look in your eyes when you said a lot the second time, just a lot. You <laughs> look pretty good, though. I mean, I visually... Mean, well, I, have, always... I have makeup on, you know. Uh, yeah, so I mean, yeah. I had to get pretty. pretty, pretty <laughs> it's nice to know that I'm not the only one that kind of, you know, freshens well, up. I had, I had to use my daughter's makeup because my wife's makeup's way too dark. So I put ah, in, yeah, you know, get that I right that shade. Trump, I had that Trumpish yeah. kind of glow to yeah, me. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, we're not do that. We're not gonna do that. So uh, Twitter will eat you alive, and we don't want that. <laughs> Johnny D, what did you do, man? Oh, what did I do? Well, I actually, uh, I gamed a little bit with another Project Louder host uh mr quarter j matt sterling and i also did a little star wars thing this weekend we played a little battlefront too nice and anybody who knows me i don't fucking know shit about star wars and matt came to realize that about five minutes <laughs> matt <laughs> he's, telling me, <laughs> he's telling me all this shit and i'm like yeah and he's like wow you really don't know star wars i'm like nope wow I'm sorry bro and he's like why'd you get this game i'm like because it's space call of duty dude it's still awesome it's still a good fucking game he's call of duty i like that <laughs> i mean listen dude it, i know the game is old and shit like that and i'm like you know late to the table and all but 
Dude, it's so a clean that fucking- game is now perfect. I said it. You can ask Chad. I said it back in the day. I said this game ain't gonna be fucking good until all the DLC is out. And it and it's because I said they announced all these plans for DLC characters. I said it's not gonna be good until the ultimate edition comes out. Then that's what we should have got from the very fucking beginning. Well, that's every game nowadays. But- Us launch day guys got fucking bare bones skeleton game. What you guys got now is this fucking <sighs> awesome thing. You know what? I feel the same way as somebody who's uh buys we every had Mortal Kombat transactions that allowed you to buy yourself the highest rank in the game. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. how the game launched. It was wait, you mean like getting like purple cards? You're saying like or what? Yeah, really? they got they got in a lot of shit from it. <laughs> oh, we shit on them and they pulled it right out of the fucking game. EA was like, "Oh my god, our fan bases were trying." Really? Oh yeah, no, I mean, it was it was a tight game. Uh, like I said, it runs great on the PC. Oh, dude, I picked it up for like five bucks. Um, I didn't get the ultimate edition because like it seemed like it was just aesthetic. No, I mean I have all the characters. It's just like costumes oh, and shit. Oh, yeah, you all the costumes, costumes are cool, <clears throat> but the I think costumes you can earn in the game. So what's true. the point of fucking paying true, the money? True, true. true. Like, I understand if it's one of those ones. Where I it's personally like, would do it because I had the PlayStation version of the game and I already grinded for those co- costumes, so I don't want to redo that. So I feel like I that would e- easily justified for me is not having to regrind through that. Well, I think that's why. Quarter J bought the uh, $12 version because he also said the yeah. same thing. <laughs> He's but, like, I already have it for PS4, but... In his defense, he has a Quarter J, so he can afford it. True that. Mm. This is true. He's right. got all the coin, all the shekels. <laughs> That's true. Uh, shout out to Comics and Kaijus. Other than that, man, uh did a little bit of my own gaming on Friday. And hey, talk some... about our journey with uh, Russian boats. And getting into the work. Well, that's where I was actually going. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I was, uh, no, I was actually doing some of my own recording and uh, for our upcoming new show, Joints and Joysticks, and which we are currently, our first game is Cold Fear. And just to give you a little ditty on it, dude, it's a fun game. The controls are fuck. I'm going to say the controls are wonky as fuck. In but it certain, so much more challenging in certain aspects in other aspects they're tight as hell but mm-hmm. the game in itself dude i really like the creatures are cool and kind of weird fixed camera uh, angles i'm not gonna lie i've been kind of cheating that bro <laughs> have you been doing the over the shoulder and just i've been literally walking oh. fucking over the shoulder the whole time i'm like fuck this fixed camera shit dude over, man, that's no fun <laughs> i mean i'm not not all the time man but doing the other like fixed angle third person shooting is like so hard yeah i feel yeah i feel you, um, with the way we had to do it it's, we- it it's a fun game though man it, it, it's fucking hard though mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna lie at one point i found myself half controlling with my xbox controller to walk around but then I was fucking aiming and shit with my mouse because obviously your mouse you have a way better fucking sensitivity to it so like getting the Hardest mechanic of that game is the game in itself, dude. You're on a fucking boat. The whole game, all, every time, is just swaying. Yep. So you think you're fucking money on headshots, dude. You are wrong. Like, you think you're good. And then it's just like, eh, and you're like, fuck, dude. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've died. Dude, I start, I probably re-recorded like four different times the same chapter because I just kept infinitely dying because <laughs> it was so ridiculous, dude. We I was see- like, I'm, with this podcast, we're only doing one episode a month. Yeah, that's we why spend it's all month recording stuff that we can talk over 
things that we could talk about and really prepping for this one big show. So, <laughs> yeah, make it enjoyable for us, Johnny. I see, would love to see well, you die over and over again. Uh, and just us I mean, that's why, like, sometimes I recorded it where you actually see my, like, you know, the camera of me recording. Because yeah. I'm like, yo, this is going to be pissed just watching me just get annoyingly pissed off. dude. <laughs> like, oh, man. But no, other than that, uh, we went somehow or another, dude. We went to this big light show out uh, up in Syracuse, and it's like a two-mile animated light drive-through bullshit. Took two hours just to get to the fucking entrance, so that fucking sucked. And I'm so lucky, dude. I thought I was going to get whammed out the whole time because they make you listen (laughs) to Christmas music that, like, times in with the lights, and I'm just like, motherfucker. But... Other than that, man, just enjoying myself. Uh, put up our Christmas decorations here. Uh, getting in the fest, getting in the uh, I want to say holidays there. And uh, this is the first festive horror movie of this season, so and I'm excited to talk about it. But Chad, how have you been, brother? I have been better. I like Scuba Steve. I'm a little under the weather. Uh, I'll be off work until at least Friday because nice. of our uh, well, because of our Christmas cares program. Yeah. Yeah, so I have to be out at least until my test comes back negative. So we'll see how that goes. I just didn't uh, didn't start feeling good. You know, Saturday I started with a headache, and it got it was worse yesterday. Today it's not so bad, but I definitely have a fever, chills, and had a headache. But I think it's gone mostly right now. But aside from that, not much. Uh, I f- I finished uh, Spider Man Miles Morales over the weekend. Nice. Yeah. How many hours into that? Not much, honestly. There it has a it has a short campaign. I mean, it was meant to be DLC, so... Yeah, yeah, but I, I enjoyed it. I, I liked it, and I know there will be future content coming out for it. <clears throat> Would you say, like, a solid 10 hours, at least, for story? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That seems justifiable. Yeah, plus going through all the side missions and everything. Right, nice. So, so I finished that, and now I'm back to Watch Dogs Legion because I didn't feel like installing Assassin's Creed Valhalla yet. I bet those are some pretty big games, dude. Oh, yeah. Valhalla's probably got to be 100 gigs right off the bat. Oh, that's a look. I know it's big. I don't know if it's 100 gigs, but I know it's big. Nice. Hell yeah, dude. But yeah, aside from that, you know, just enjoying. Uh, last week, we had the, the kids stayed at my in-laws. So me and the wife had a nice quiet week. It was just us and our youngest, Harper. So that was a nice little, nice little quiet time away from the monsters. Nice. That's always That's always a good thing. Oh, yeah. Right. It's actually sometimes a little weird when it's too quiet. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. Saturday, the uh, the wife and my daughter were out of town and I was home alone during the day and it was, but it was great. It was so peaceful. <laughs> I was like, Man, this is what it'd be like to be a bachelor. Uh, did, you, did you pull the Tom Cruise and instantly just slide into the fucking den in the underpants? I did and I fucking <laughs> slipped and my dog tried to get me. So yeah. <laughs> not good. Not good at all. <laughs> But no, like I said, I haven't been doing much, and uh, yeah, my throat's been really dry, so I won't be uh, talking so much tonight. So uh, or deep throating. Yes, that's exactly why. So I'll just hand it off to TJ. What's new with you, buddy? Okay, so as I say every week, guys, there's podcasts here, podcasts there, podcasts everywhere. Actually, not so fast because Saturday, Marcus Dunstan did not show up for Rabbit Hole. Uh, he is the writer of the Saw and the Collector films. He must have wrote himself into a trap. Ooh. Ooh. Ah, there we go. 
So I was talking to Mick while I was on the toilet and I had another epiphany. So much like the Brian Usenet episode, I come up with something almost as brilliant. Tony Randell, director of Amityville 1992, or as you may know, Hellraiser 2, Hellbound, that, uh, that delicious movie. So I told Mick, Mick really didn't know who he was, threw him an IMDb link, uh, and then he was like, oh, yeah. And then we got a bunch of exclamation marks, and uh, that was all she wrote. So expect some future content with Mr. Tony Randell. And then, uh, yeah, like I said, I've been waiting on movies. I got nine or ten movies coming now. My Tremors movie doesn't ship till the 15th. But my Vinegar Syndrome movie should have shipped today. Sadly, they shipped all of the subscribers first. So mm. <laughs> I still got a, uh, a ways to w- wait. And then I got uh, some secondhand titles coming, and those still haven't showed up yet either. So I'm just like, what the fuck? And then Ooh. my desk, my new desk, the old L desk is getting retired and heading on over to Ohio with Chris Cummel. And I'm getting a new white desk that's uh, kind of not so space consuming, much more smaller smaller and uh we'll be able to fit all this stuff it has shelves and stuff underneath of it so i'm not even having to like put everything up on top you know dude you're gonna look like johnny carson or something right you can have like a night <laughs> show yeah. suits. start wearing suits every fucking show <laughs> i got i got the shirt i like the the blazer jacket i need to get a new one see i would go the I wouldn't go the full suit. I would go the more like Mark Summers of just the sports coat and jeans. I want to get like a like a, a sports jacket of, of sorts and like airbrushed on the back, like uh, Bret Hart used to wear, and then maybe like a, like a lion eating a like VHS tape or something. Disco stew. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe like it doesn't advertise. Or like an eagle holding a microphone, and then it says "host with the most" something like that. I don't very know. Jimmy Hart, very Jimmy Hart of you. Very Jimmy Hart. I'll, I'll wear a piano necktie. <laughs> I introduce every show with a bullhorn. Yes. Oh, damn it. You won't. <laughs> no, no, don't tell him here. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Gormore podcast. Yes, it is. Oh, man. And gentlemen, what are we talking about today? 1980s Christmas Evil directed by Lewis Jackson, written by Lewis Jackson, produced by Burt Kleiner and Pete Cameron, starring Brandon Maggart as Harry's Stadling. Gus Salad, uh, Salad. Yep, that's Salud. how you say it. As Salud. young Harry Sa- Stalding, Jeffrey D. Munn as Philip Stalding, Wally Moran as young Philip Stalding, Diane Hall as Jackie Stalding, Joe Jamrog as Frank Stoller, Peter Newman as Moss Garcia, Mark Chamberlain as Charles, Scott McKay as Mr. Fletcher, Peter Friedman as Mr. Grosh, Bert Kleiner as Mr. Wiseman, Patricia Richardson as Mrs. Garcia, Mark. Margolis as Christmas Party Accoster, <laughs> Ratanya Alda as Teresa. Music by Joel Harris, Julia Hayward, and Don Christensen. Cinematography by Ricardo Anovich, edited by Linda Leeds and Corky O'Hara. Edit, uh, distributed by Pan America Pictures, released November 7th, 1980. Runtime of 92 midgets, 100 minutes uncut, like Steve. Budget yeah. of 150000 <laughs> hell is talking? That's what I want to know. Grossed, we don't fucking know. Chad doesn't have access to that type of information. I looked. Uh, I do want to mention that the one dude at the party with the uh, bald head is yes. the uh, 
the landlord from Ace Ventura. Yeah. Yes. I started to talk and I was like, I've heard his fucking voice. Where the fuck have I seen him? Yeah, I had to look him up because I was just like, man, he looks very familiar. I'd just like to add, did you notice who Moss Garcia's mother was? Mm -mm. Patricia Richardson, also known as Mrs. Tim Taylor from Home Improvement. Oh, no shit. Uh -huh. See, I knew the brother was uh what's his name from fucking hey speak of home improvement we uh it just got a revival mm -hmm. kinda 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 tim allen met tim allen yes he I, did. I saw the the preview for the show and i was like that's I, fucking weird i feel like i'm gonna have to watch it yeah i've never seen last man standing at all but i'm gonna watch hey, it. you can accept scooby-doo and supernatural you can accept this hey man that episode was awesome okay see uh, see it was. it was and i've watched way more people in scooby-doo before supernatural so maybe chad would you like to read it sick boy <clears throat> when he was a boy harry idolized santa claus but one christmas eve he witnessed something horrifying that forever shattered his innocent understanding of santa which at this point i turned to my wife and said they should rename this panty claus <laughs> Harry wants to embody the pure Santa Claus that he grew up loving. He works at a toy factory and keeps records of who's been naughty and nice. But the spirit of Christmas isn't what it used to be, and he can't take it. So, garbed in his red suit, Harry decides the only thing he can do is become Santa himself and make all the naughty townspeople pay. In blood. Yeah. As well as the kids with presents. Yes. And Juan Garcia got a bag of dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that kid. Let's give the one Mexican kid a bag of dirt because fuck him. Just because he didn't wash his hands and he looked at porn. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's roll that, 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 roll that little thing for Wow, I stroked out. <laughs> this trailer's already too long. <laughs> I told you he'd be happy that we remembered him. This Christmas, <laughs> Santa's going to make everyone Here we go. The grown-ups. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Annie Claus. And the kids. I'm so disappointed in you, Santa. Christmas evil. <laughs> the non-believers. <laughs> And the screamers. <laughs> and this Christmas, you better believe in Santa. No, Daddy. Or he'll slay you. Here you go, Santa. Step Merry Christmas. Daddy, I don't trust Santa more. I fucking love the shot of him running out of this place. Christmas <laughs> evil. When he falls on the, the ice. Night yep. He dropped in. I think personally, I was more impressed in that shot with just how many fucking blow modes there was. Oh my God, it's the oh, cunt. There we go. Daddy, there we go. Once again, it's your DKB. You're going to give his two cents on a fucking film from 1980 called Christmas Eve. Now, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. All right. Um, so, my likes about this film, 
right? It's a characterization film. That's what I love about it the most. You know, we go on this journey from the beginning to the end with a serial killer in the making. That intrigues me more than most of the 1980s slasher films, you know? You know what I mean? So most of the 1980s slasher films, we start off not knowing who the serial killer, fast forward to the end, and then we find out why they are and who they are for that reason. True. No. I'm more intrigued in the fact that we follow this killer from the word go and we, you know, sort of see how his mind kicks and how he gets deep into that character development. I'm all about that. Um, that's probably what I... Oh, yeah, well, You're taking off like Facebook. The most. Uh, there's a couple of things I didn't like about this film and cinematography was pretty mediocre. Why? Um, there was hmm. there wasn't really much gore. It's like somebody's it deleting it. Fuck ton of gore. There was none of that. Um, well, not that I reckon anyway. Um, but the one thing that really rubbed me up the wrong way was the fact that I'll keep it going. Like he's a bit of a three dimensional character, so I kind of felt sorry for this cunt, right? But at the same time, I'm thinking you're a fucking kitty fiddler, right? Yes. You're a fucking rock spider, and there's nothing worse on this earth than a fucking kitty fiddler, you know? Especially going around that mate, man. I just had them vibes. Like, oh, I don't know if you did or whatever, but that was just me. You know, I was like, this motherfucker deserves to die to an extent. But as I said, at the same time, it's a bit of a catch-22. You kind of feel for this cunt because he's all fucking fucked up in the head and he's got head demons, so... Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, all that shit aside... It's still a fun film. It was it was funny in some spots. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Gore and more score this week. I'm going to split that motherfucker right down the middle and go 2.5. Because there was there were some bits in this film that I did enjoy. I won't lie. I, I did. Um, but, yeah, this is your DKB once again saying get fucked cunts, as I do every week. <laughs> and until then, I look forward to hearing what you guys have to say about this film and yeah all the best (laughs) catch you motherfuckers later very nice thank you thank you brody alrighty so he's a rock spider huh maybe I need to change the intro music maybe or I'm not I'm not getting any notifications Uh, so sidebar here uh we're not live on Facebook. We might be right now, but we're going to be taken down. I got the notification. It doesn't say a reason. doesn't give me a reason. Uh, but for some reason, we're being censored on Facebook, but YouTube is allowing it. So this is interesting, and I will update you as I find out more information. When by chance did you get the message, if you don't want me asking? 30 seconds ago, I, uh, yeah, while we were up. watching. Yeah. It's still so, up right now. Yeah. I mean, we went a solid, like, what, probably 10 minutes before you got anything? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Strange. I mean, do we try the old intro next week just to see if it fucking doesn't do it? Or I think maybe I need to. I wonder if I need to adjust permissions on the Project Louder page. I wonder if somebody's accidentally deleting the, photo, uh, the, the live stream or something. Huh. I don't know. It's weird because like I'm not getting any messages. Uh, right. It seems like you would te- like usually if it's like a copyright music, it'll tell you straight up that's the issue and stuff. So I've never. Yeah, I'm getting nothing. Are we overusing the word cunt? 
I'm going to type in cunt right now. Let's see if anything pops up. Oh, fuck. Interesting. Very interesting. It popped up. Oh, shit. Well, like you said, we're still there, but you you already have. We'll still be live on YouTube, and we can be able to share the YouTube link on on Facebook, so it's not a big deal. It's, it's, I think it's still running, to be honest. Yeah. Well, no, this happened last time he got the notification. And it lasted it a good for 20, like, 25 minutes. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it just was like, boom. Um, but anyways. Oh, well, fuck it. Let's do this. Show must go on, baby. Let's so let's discuss. Well, yes. What do you think of this fucking thing? <sighs> well, it was a movie. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I said. <laughs> Sorry, Chad. Didn't mean to steal my thunder. Movie. That's exactly what I said. I looked at my wife and said, well, that was a movie. Um, you know what though? I liked the actual like full Christmas vibe of the movie. It, yeah, like <clears throat> it does that better than like most. You know, and I, I would say like, listen, we all love Black Christmas, but this one is definitely more of like a Christmas aesthetic to it. Yeah, I mean, and it started off like super wholesome. Yes. Oh yeah, dude. You're like. Wait, wait! I thought this was supposed to be a scary movie. What is? What is this? And, and you know, so wholesome, and then yeah, like, so wholesome that that uh, Santa sniffing Mama's uh, crotch. Yeah, so but that wholesome. was that was like the next scene, like the first scene. You know, the family's watching Santa eat his milk and cookies. He washed his hands. Actually, and- he it wasn't milk and cookies. Wait, yes, oh, yeah, that's, that's that was right. a bagel and a schmear. Yeah, bagel and a schmear. A schmear. It was a schmear. Man, <laughs> I actually had that for questions at the end. I was like, what the fuck was he? Because I saw a loaf of bread. I didn't even see a bagel. So it looked like he was eating bread and honey to me. But it was really hard to tell what was on his fake mustache. I'm pretty so. sure that was either. That was Mama Juice. That was either. Oh, mm. Ooh, yeah. A little dripping. And juice. No, I, was thinking, I was thinking it was either a thing of uh, cream cheese or that was a bar of soap. I couldn't tell. Yeah, because oh, there was I thought, oh, so I thought that was the bar of soap because they had the little wash the hands dish. But you never saw him soap up, so I wasn't sure. But then I saw like whatever he was lathering on. I'm like, what? It was like dripping out of his mustache. I'm like, well, it's not butter. Maybe it's honey. So I, I don't know. It was. I never set personally. I don't know about you guys. I never set out a dish for Santa to wash his hands. No, <laughs> it was very that was weird. First, that was the first time I had ever seen that. That must like, be a super rich white person thing because I have never fucking, or I don't know. Maybe it just got lost. Well, maybe but, that's something they did back in the forties too. So, yeah, that's true. That wasn't yeah, forty seven, right? Yeah. Yeah, Mama's cream cheese. Oh, thank you, Tyler. Thank you, Robo. Mm. It's been a couple of days since she showered. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> juicy! Ah, uh, no, man, it was uh, it was interesting, dude. Like, I wish he went a little bit more psycho, but other than that, like, I like the whole a little bit more. He had a picture of a little girl on his fucking desk, and yeah, his, that his... was fucking. The, she, the... she was so nice. When no, I mean, like, in the killing that. spree aspect. Yeah, he only killed like what four people. He killed those three people in front of the church, and then well, the one like... guy. Okay, yeah. so I expected the church to go way differently. So did I. I expected like full out massacre on the steps, dude. Which like he was just gonna go ham. Great, but even at that, nobody fucking tried to stop him from fucking. They just ah, like that's God. that's what my wife said too. She's ah. like, why are they all just standing there? Because maybe they knew that those couples were douchebags anyway, so they're like, meh. I'll <laughs> just pretend like we're fucking traumatized. Fuck these people. Uh, personally, I would not go after the Santa Claus with a hatchet. Oh, no. I mean, I wish he, dude, I'm not going to lie. I wish he used the fucking, uh, 
the nut or the little soldier way more, man. He put yeah. a lot of time and effort into that. Thing. Of, you know, one person with it. And then at least we got a proper eye gouge scene. We did. I, mean, yeah. and that, I think that's a first for Gore more. And there was some nasty green shit coming out of that eye, dude. It like, took us 114 episodes to get a proper eye gouge. Are you sure about that? I thought we had a good out, good one before. What, what's an eye gouge that we actually see an eye remove? I'll have to go back and look, but I thought we oh, did. Dude, you just said we have 100. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to go back and look. That's a lot of recount right there. I'd say a good 40 of those episodes are interviews, though. True. It's possible. Yes. All right. Anyway. Chugging along on the shit show express. No, it was it was a uh, it was this an interesting was, movie. This was probably the most Chad stroked. What was that stroke? Stroke? Up, up, up. We're back. We're back. back. What happened? You like completely froze out, bro. Oh shit! Sorry. No, I, I said this is probably the most Christmassy of the Christmas horror movies we watched, except maybe Silent Night, Deadly Night. Okay, there we go. Fair enough. Okay. I was gonna but say, I was like, because it's, it's it's neck and neck between those two. I I'm gonna say that the uh the store in the first Silent Night Deadly Night is super Christmassy. Yes. Yeah. But speaking of stores and, and and at least toys, was there like no toy budget for this movie at all? Oh, at all. Yes. Those that toys they were making were the worst little pieces of shit I've ever seen. But I think that that was what part of it. Well, and yeah, that drove him insane is because he's like, these are fucking shit, and like I'm I'm handing these to kids, knowing that they're gonna fucking break. Yeah, but the toy soldiers was literally just a block of plastic. It didn't even. I do think anything. that what are those called? Injection mold. Yeah, but I thought he was like behind the whole simple thing because he even had that whole little spiel of like, it leads to more imagination. You know, the more the simpler the toy is and shit. But he makes it. They make them cheap. Well, remember yeah. the scene when he's breaking the planes? Was that the scene when he's breaking the planes? I told yeah. them to do it this way, and he's breaking all the planes. Well, oh, see, yeah. I thought it was the opposite where he wanted the toys more uh, sturdy, like a little. Uh, was, see, and that's what I got. More elaborate what I got first. That's yeah. what I got at first is that he wanted them yeah. to be like a higher quality, and yeah. that's why when he was making his list and he was Did saying, you "Smoke before you watch this, John." Of course. Okay. <laughs> so maybe you just took it wrong. No. Yeah, because uh, when he's reading the list of the names, because he's definitely people. freaking out because those planes are shit quality and not good enough. Well, but I mean, I just took that as that was just part of that was just you know exuberating his freak out. But obviously, I, yeah, like I just I just want to say this. That's hilarious that you asked him if he smoked before you watched this because that is what led to this movie to begin with. The director, yeah. the, the director got high. And had a vision of Santa Claus holding a knife, and that's what inspired the movie. Huh? It's, actually, really? it's in my notes. Yeah, that's awesome. That's almost like Harold Ramis uh, writing Caddyshack. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! Nice. No, it was. Uh, I would agree with the Christmas Eve. Uh, I mean, I did not watch Silent Night Deadly Night with you guys. Unfortunately, I was not uh, with you, but. <laughs> But uh, I'll take your word for it. What's that? Naughty. 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 I probably should watch them before uh, yeah, in two weeks okay. before we watch the 2012. We'll Silent Night, Deadly Night three. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you should what definitely is- watch the original first. Yeah. What do they got? Seven of them, I think. Five. Five, Six. and then the remake. Six. You sure? Five plus the remake. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I thought- we'll cover the remake during our. Uh, Two weeks. Yeah, in two weeks. Uh, are you sure? I think it's next week. 
Now Billy comes back. No, next week is Silent oh. Night 12. Oh, it is? Oh, I yeah. thought Billy came oh, back. Oh, it is. Jesus kind of, Billy's the 21st. Oh. Ah, I thought it was switched around for some reason. Mm-mm. All right. Dude, and most of these Christmas movies are all on the same platforms, by the way, not to skip ahead or anything, but, which is dope. Always so, a good thing. What's that? That's always a good thing. Yes. So what do we got behind that curtain? Well, I'll tell you what I got. It might not be much, but John Waters recommends this as his favorite Thanksgiving slash Christmas themed film. Mm. That would work because they do have Thanksgiving dinner or at least talk about it. Yeah, because it starts right at Thanksgiving. And you get the parade. Yep. You got Uh, more of a parade in that movie than we did this year. Yeah. Blood Rage is superior. Nope. Don't even. What's that? (laughs) Blood Rage is superior. Don't even. Why, Why couldn't you just watch Blood Rage and then this? This is more Christmassy. Yeah, but literally Christmas is like the minute after Thanksgiving for most people anyways. As soon as you finish that first. So maybe this is a good transition movie. Okay, so this is like Friday night, or this is midnight Yeah, going into Friday. Okay, keep in mind that John Waters is a fairly odd guy to begin with. True that. That's fine. That depends (laughs) on your point of view. (laughs) Right. Okay, all the fake snow was cut up pieces of plastic bags blown around by a fan. That's (laughs) <laughs> so uh speaking of that did anybody notice the sweet fake snow slide at the end oh yes with the boxes when uh yeah the brother was sliding down the hill and he accidentally took the tarp all with him like like from underneath when he slid there was just like two fresh boxes and i was like nice but Very if he bad. wouldn't have fell he wouldn't have been there in time to watch his brother you know i didn't even realize that that was a mistake i just thought you know it's new york you know garbage is laying around everywhere anyway <laughs> oh you can tell that that's was fair that was a total <laughs> that never that never even registered that that was a mistake that's so funny <laughs> but no, it completely I, it completely fits with the tone of this movie too that's odd no dude i started laughing hysterically because my wife <laughs> looked at me she's like did that just slide off the hill I was like, oh yes, <laughs> yes that was okay. <laughs> writing room so question was this he runs a- away and he trips over a tarp buried in the snow that's a good idea right there you go it just happened to be tarp a garbagey tarp um what was this what was the actual name of this movie what was it that popped up for you guys uh for me it was you better watch out yes okay well when when i looked it up it said christmas or whatever christmas evil Evil. yeah something what the uh the down south uh version is that and the the german version what'd you say the alternate title was because there's some crazy fucking things uh it was you better watch party, out right killer party yeah. uh april fool's day it, there's a version called killer house party really really yeah interesting for for like mexico and germany they changed the titles uh edge of the axe is axe solution axe solution yeah i kind of like that Huh. Yeah, I think I like that better. Yeah. <laughs> right? Sounds a little bit more fucking hardcore. Yeah, when I started it, you know, you hit it and it says Christmas Eve, well, then the title starts and it says, you better watch out. I'm like, yeah, right, mutilators the same way. Yep. Yeah, fall break. Fall break. I feel uh, like a couple of films have been that way. I also, during our intro, uh, that clip of uh, the face coming out, that's Dagon, correct? The face coming out. Face coming out of what? 
TV. No, it's Demons 2. I th- I thought it was Demons 2 because yeah. the face of yeah, the, the, and, the, and the Dagon 2 poster mixed up all the time. Oh, I can no, see. I it. It's in the apartment complex, right? Yeah, yeah like the but weird look, video. Look at the design of those two fucking creatures—they are exactly the same. The fucking team. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yes, no. Okay, but going on. Uh, director Lewis Jackson came up with the basic idea for this film after smoking marijuana one night during the seventies and seeing a vision of Santa Claus holding a knife. Awesome. Nice. Kind of makes you he wonder what that relates with. Yeah, I did. <clears throat> uh, Kathleen Turner was turned down for the role as Harry's sister-in-law. The character right. of reporter Ricardo Balma was done as a caricature of Geraldo Rivera, who at this time the film was made had yet to become a national celebrity and was mainly just known by people on the East Coast in America. Which is that, funny because I, I was wondering if that was supposed to be Geraldo. Dude, that dude had a way sweeter stash than Geraldo. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Geraldo always had a pretty nice stash. He did, but that dude's stash was like ridiculous it was almost it was to encompass that crazy hair man like it was that 70s stash going into the 80s it was dude he didn't really want to give up that 70s vibe exactly yes (laughs) like geraldo was already on the 84 train dude like you know what i mean in 19 (laughs) (laughs) that shit down ladies like to ride a little better you know maybe some of the guys too we don't judge maybe yeah Fuck it, dude. I don't know what Geraldo did in the 80s. Yeah, it was the 80s, man. Uh, Writer-director Lewis Jackson spent several years collecting all the Yuletide props seen in Harry's house. There was a lot of Christmas shit in there, dude. Yes, there was. That was like a Hallmark. Like, I'm pretty sure if Hallmark movies watched that, they'd be jealous. (laughs) (laughs) They should remake this as a Hallmark movie. Dude, if Hallmark started doing horror movie Christmas horror movies every year, I might be in. Hey, Lifetime's making a KFC movie, so you know what, dude? You're right. Everything's possible. Fingers crossed. Fingers fucking. <laughs> Finger crossed. licking crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Three Santa suits were used in this film, and two of them were stolen early in the production of the movie. Huh? It's the dark fur makes it so much more. Right, I, I do have to I say like, that was a that was a very nice Santa suit. It was had. it was very nice, especially with like the brown boots and shit. And I was like, mm-hmm. that, that's that's a very nice fucking Santa suit. Not to mention, I feel like from all of us who can appreciate doing cosplay, you got a nice montage of him, like you know, so, making his costume, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I took appreciation just for that. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. You know, somebody needs to take that scene and redub it with "You're the best around." <laughs> yeah, that or montage. It's one or the other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lewis Jackson flew down to Vienna and showed cinematographer Ricardo Aronovich storyboards for this movie in order to convince him to shoot it. Though it was the success of Halloween that ultimately allowed this film to be made, it was actually written earlier. Accordingly, Lewis Jackson does not consider this film to be a slasher film, but rather a film that has more in common with Frankenstein, which was pretty evident there at the end with the villagers. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Where the hell was that in Ready Supply of 1980? Instantly, they had torches. I was, I waiting, was, I was not, surprised. Why, why did they not have pitchforks? What neighborhood in New York Thank is you. that in the 80s? That's what I want to fucking know. Yeah. What neighborhood? Right, what borough is that? Is that Borough 5? Fuck that shit. I'm not going there. <laughs> Dude, they had that shit on the ready. It was they crazy. Did. And I was just like, it's not even like they had to go make torches. They were just like, nope, here's this perfectly made torch. <laughs> and here's another. Light it. And another, and another. Here's one for everybody. Let's. That was fantastic. Fire. 
Yeah, I was. I even asked that too. I was like, "Where the fuck's the pitchforks, dude?" Like at this point, you're going that deep. But I could see it being Frankenstein, dude. Like he turned into, or you know, he was essentially reborn when he uh, essentially broke psychotically. So well, I think it was. It was. I mean, and you can see it too, like with his gentleness with the kids. You know, kind of like how Frankenstein didn't want right. to hurt kids. True. He really didn't want to hurt anybody, but this this guy did. Harry was just. I don't know. It well, was, he didn't want to hurt the kids. I mean, the worst he did to the kid was he gave a fucking sack of dirt. Yeah. I mean, I think, but, the, I think the, the only person I think the only person he really wanted to hurt was that uh, D bag that came up with the whole idea of donating toys. Oh, I thought you were gonna say also. The, I thought you were gonna say the dude who initially fucked him over at work. Did oh, he, have, guy, did yeah. he have like an epiphany halfway through his drive where he feared that there might not be enough toys? to the hospital when he was dropping him off or before when that? he's driving away there was a voice that said we don't know how many kids were in there and then that's whenever he started going faster faster i i don't know if maybe that- yeah, i thought that's why he went and stole all the toys just because so he would be covered and i thought he was just reminiscing back of like what that douchebag said after whenever he's leaving he hears that in his head well yeah but i think no i know but i'm saying like i think he's reprising it just remembering oh, like oh, I- like fuck you douche like i proved you wrong yeah. and th- i gotta there was a hell of a lot more than three sacks of toys in the back of that van when he opened it up bro that dude like- was you saw him dragging three sacks out he had to have made several trips when the fuck did he have time to wrap them <laughs> bro like, he's holy shit claus. he's fucking santa claus. he, uh, he is santa claus so let's just talk about the ending uh pretty much tells us that he is actually in fact santa claus uh his van Batman santa claus, goes dude. off the side <laughs> of a bridge and it fucking flies flies away he flies motherfucking bridge he is actually santa claus well i so, think he dies so he, uh, he his brother killed him and then he came back to life as santa claus he's fucking santa claus reborn that would be an interesting take, dude. A, yeah, that is. I like that. Huh. I never actually thought about him like... So he's undead magic Santa Claus. Yes, he fucking the magic... He brought the magic back, regardless of the fucking... You know, that he Matt Cornell to, like, get together. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Maniac <laughs> Cop Christmas. <laughs> if it's anything like Maniac Cop 2, I'd watch the shit out of that. <laughs> Dude, Steve, oh. I think you just made yourself a new fan film, man. I think I did. It's yeah. gonna happen. Maybe a cat Christmas, dude. I want it. Fucking happen. So I think the whole time I'm watching this fucking movie, the the only thing that kept replaying in my head was those fucking shitty fucking movies in Scrooge and Scrooged. You know that they have like the trailers for you know. Yep. Works. That's all I could think was this is one of those fucking movies. Like this. Yep. This is one yep. of those fucked up films that fucking Bill Murray was trying to push in Scrooged. The only one of those I can remember is the Robert Goulet old-fashioned Cajun Christmas. <laughs> Robert Goulet's. <laughs> and that, oh, oh my God, what the hell else is it? All I just remember is you'll love it. God damn it. <laughs> Wasn't there Definitely. one with the machine guns and Santa or some shit like that? Oh, yeah, dude. It was the Million Dollar Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. up with Santa to save his workshop against <laughs> yeah. the fucking Ruskies. Yep. And I, was, I was waiting for some shit to happen when he went back to the fucking factory. I was expecting like some kind of like breakdown where he fucking like saw elves or some shit and fucking, you know, because he climbed up to the top of that platform. So I was waiting for him to have some kind of like mental break to where we actually saw where he thought he was in fucking Santa's workshop. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
when he turned the the fucking the belts back on and all the toys start falling on the fucking floor after he breaks the planes and shit. I thought it was just going to go a little bit further than, you know. I, I'm actually surprised he didn't try to burn down the factory or something. Well, yeah, that too. That'd be interesting. Yeah. And a cool just a walk away scene of it just lighting on fire. He walked to his van. Very. <laughs> uh, oh, nice my Tisha Rail. Ooh. Ooh. So what are, where are we at, guys? Where are we at? Uh, we are still in the middle of this. Uh, the toy factory Harry works at was owned by the family of producer Edward R. Pressman. Mm. Many crew members doubled as extras. Mm. Lewis Jackson based the Christmas office party on his experiences as a caterer. Jackson! Uh, he also shot all of the footage of the Thanksgiving Day parade that was seen on the television. Nice. Dude, he got really excited when Santa was coming too. Like I like that. I like that scene, dude. Like it just showed like how into it he really fucking was. Santa, right? Oh, uh, when Harry slips in the street running from the mob, he actually really did slip, and they left it in the film. Oh, nice. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so while many people think Harry does in fact fly off at the end, others claim he actually just drives off the bridge and kills himself. An explosion can supposedly be heard, but people debate if the sound effect was from the van exploding or from Harry's brother rolling down the hill into boxes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Let's go with that one. (laughs) Let's go with that one. What if he hits Uh, his head and and whenever... That's what he sees instead of coming to. He he like starts to dream and he dreams of his brother. I mean, that could very well be. Yeah, I like Scoob's idea, man. I like the fact that he died. So what and if he did take a big hit, it's like tarp in ground, <laughs> right? <laughs> hmm. Okay. In December two thousand, Troma Video released the film as a director's cut version, Ooh. containing material not seen in the theatrical and nineteen eighty three reissue prints. This version is four point three full screen, but is presented in unmatted form, showing more vertical information than the theatrical widescreen ratio. Uh, the director oh. later stated that this release was done under false pretenses. He thought that Troma owned the rights, but of course, Troma never does what they say they're going to do. Yeah. Uh, turned out they bought the rights in a fire cell. There was literally a fire, and the people who owned the rights were bankrupt, and Troma walked into the rubble and picked up whatever's lying around. <laughs> so does this technically make that a trauma film? So I, I, explain, I would say no. Can I explain what, what you just talked about? Sure. What, what it is? So 4-3 aspect ratio is what we know as VHS is, correct? Right. Yes. TV. Old TV was shot in 4-3. So like Early X-Files, Roseanne, Alf, you'll only find in 4.3. Now, open matte versions, you can get higher. Higher. So things were filmed back then to normal, right? Movies were. TVs were shut 4.3. So mm-hmm. when you do open matte, you have the bars on the side still, but you have all the space up above and below now as well. So it's a completely different framing than your normal standard 4.3. And then there's also – it's weird. I have a Jason Goes to Hell cut that's open mat. That's not hmm. – yeah. Interesting. It's very interesting. So it still comes up as 4.3, but it's a deeper shot. It, yeah, it's, it's straight. Like like he said, there's there's more – it shows more vertically. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So does it give it like a stretched appearance? I want to say it must be a taller stretch, like more like a cell phone video. It has to. 
Interesting. And must be not like a by like a wide margin, not like massively. Right. You know, like there's some extra space there. Hmm. Okay, so continuing on, in December 2006, Synapse Films released a special edition DVD of Christmas Evil. It features audio commentary from the director and cult filmmaker John Waters, who's quoted as saying it's the greatest Christmas movie ever made. This version is presented in the matted widescreen ratio of 1.85 to 1, and is also of the director's cut version. Now, in December of 2014, Vinegar Syndrome released Christmas Evil for the first time ever on Blu-ray and a combo pack with a DVD version. Both discs use a brand new 4K master of the director's cut and widescreen and carry over the audio commentary tracks from both the previous Troma and Synapse films releases. Uh, and then supplements such as trailers and deleted scenes between both discs, discs remain the same, while the footage from the audition tapes are exclusive to the DVD version in the combo pack. Very nice. Yeah, so just giving you a little heads up of what the uh, the, the video release of this looked like. So go, yeah, go for that one. <laughs> you get everything. I sent a visual. Uh, oh, okay. I see. Of what the def- the difference is of open mat and four threes. Ooh, sexy. Steve, can I just say I love that your mic is lit up? By the way, you know uh, I got this mic from a. Buddy Show what mic. happens when you mute it. Oh, you ready? Watch, watch. Oh my god, that's Ooh. awesome! <laughs> that is so cool. What? Bam! That, that is awesome. I love dope. That. Yeah. So when I have to yell at my kids, you know, it's like. <laughs> i'm back guys very nice well now we, know, now we know what goes on whenever he turns the light off on the mic exactly yes. <laughs> that is dope I'm okay so that's all i got for stuff guys awesome all right. so chug a lugging along on the old shit show express let's move on to les questions so yeah hey, i got a question for you buddy oh we move out to the end remember no i got a question for you oh for me yeah, listen, oh, man. Yeah. It's Christmas season. Yeah, I know this is. Going. I'm a procrastinator. I don't know about you. Okay. You know anywhere where I can get some sweet merch? Oh, oh yeah, hold up. Sweet merch, you say? Hmm. Sweet merch. Hmm. Chad, I've been looking. Take a sip. Thank you. I will. <laughs> Oi, boy, you. Yeah, you can't. You want to know why you look like a drop pie? Well, that's because you're not wearing any Protect Letter merch, you <laughs> fucking goddamn lousy son of a bitch. How about you do us all a goddamn favour, park up, pull your fucking head in, visit the website over at projectlouder.net, click on the merch tab, and most of all, tell yourself you're sick of looking like an asshole. Grab some of that merch, treat yourself to a nice cold frothy, and start being the mad cunt we both know you truly are before I stab you in the face with a soldering iron. Cheers, cunts. I need a shirt that says mad cunt. I know. I gotta say, Brody Kane is an international treasure. Yes. He really is. Hello there, creepy girls. Do you like spooky things in horror movies? Then Cabin 13 has the stuff for you. Check out their selection of horror-themed props, bins, busts, action figures, collectibles, and more. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to visit Cabin13.com and buy something, or I'll kill you! Marcio Charlie's Horror Costume Studios. Premium hand-sculpted latex masks, busts, and hoods. Everything is handmade and painted by Marcio himself. Be sure to check out his wide range and selection of products over at Facebook and Instagram at Horror Costume Studios. 
Oh, hello. Do you know about Project Louda? Well, let me tell you. Project Louda is home to 16 of the finest podcasts a nerd could possibly procure. They have a show for everyone. Whether you're into horror films, modeling comics, 90s kid shows, or that weird tentacle-filled subgenre you search for at 3 in the morning. So head on over to projectlouder.net and treat yourself to something truly exquisite. <laughs> Graveyard Classics. Horror-themed tees and posters, professional in-house screen printing, and clay prints. Powered by Deathstyle Art and Graphics. Go see what you can dig up over at graveyardclassics.net. Premium Friday the 13th custom made hockey mask down there in Tennessee by Lance McKinney. Find him on Facebook and Instagram over at Bass by Lance. Go order one now, boy. All righty. And that was our ad block. That was sexy. Yes, sir. So, one floor, Matt. uh, Did you watch it? And what was the quality? Ooh, well, I started uh, on Voodoo, and it was high def, but obviously it's uh, free, so you're going to get some commercials. But it, then I continued over on Shutter, thanks to Chad, letting me know it's on there. You can thank the boss man for that. He made me thank you, boss man. All right, and uh, yeah, so I started over from scratch on Shutter, and it was clean. It was audio was great. Yeah, uses the vinegar syndrome scan. Mm, delicious i uh i started watching it on youtube because they have it for free on youtube and then oh, when nice. it was on shutter i fucking threw on shutter hopped right over shutter. there yeah right yo i noticed a few of our other christmas uh choices are on there too so mm-hmm. very nice very nice that makes me happy dude because i'd much rather go to shutter than any other app. <laughs> but shutter if you're listening um shameless plug yeah right. Fuck it, I, I'd love a discount code. There's no shameless. Uh, there's no shame. I, I yeah. Would I, I I would say I'd love, it, but it's really not that expensive anyway. Yeah. No. But yo it's, man, if it, we could have a if we could have a gore more discount. Yo man, it'd be dope. That, that'd be fucking insane. Right. Shutters I like think review, you review everything we have up. Fuck it. Dude, if they asked us to do that, to, hey, I, Castle Freak came out. Come on, go watch it. It's fucking. Ooh, I need to watch that tonight. I have not watched. No, that is not a Shutter exclusive, right? No, it is. It is. Oh, I see. When I looked up, it didn't pop up under the exclusives. Definitely says a. Sh- but on, kinda, hmm. That all. all right. yeah. Fair enough. I think it, it it comes out on there first before anybody else can get it. Uh, I'd say probably next year we'll see a DVD release via walmart and then it make its way on amazon prime yeah i'll tell you what i'd get that and i would also get a recipe to seduction if that comes out on blu-ray as well yes yes, a thousand times (laughs) hdr 10 dolby atmos right that's gonna be some hot shit right there yeah right there dude i hope like i know it says it's a mini film but i hope it's like at least a solid 20 minutes man maybe 30 they just need to keep giving us sequels. A recipe that's for production. Imagine too. if that's just the new way everybody starts advertising is they're just like, you know, we're just going to make a fucking movie. That's just going to be a 15 minute commercial. And it's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for the long John Silver's film. 
to bring back the McDonald's characters, but as a racially diverse group of kids. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Wouldn't that be the BK Club? Ooh. Ooh, there we go. And they even had a motherfucker in a wheelchair, dude. Like they were doing. I don't story. think that like classic McDonald's characters would translate into modern era. Yeah, I don't know if the hamburger would work so well. <laughs> Maybe, I, don't know. I almost said Raymond? something super inappropriate. <laughs> oh, hamburger. I just think it's so funny. I'm I just think somebody stealing hamburgers. I'm, I'm yeah. going to the chat right now. Well, wait, what was Miss, what was Mayor McCheese from? Was that also a McDonald's? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm That's messaging. from a chicken thing. Dude, I remember all the little chicken nuggets, man. I used to have them fucking toys back in the 80s, dude. Like, especially the Halloween ones. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, dude. I don't know, all I can think of is the uh, the scene in the uh, the Clerks animated series when they had the, the virus released. Oh, you'd have to refresh my memory. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I missed something here. <laughs> We're good. Keep going. Keep going. I can't do. I can't do this. I can't edit anything out anymore. Nope. nope. So I'll just. I'll just message you guys. I'll message you guys privately. All right. <laughs> so, uh, douche of the movie. Ooh. Hmm. I, I I gotta go with the guy that made him take his shift. Yeah. That, that piece of shit. He gets that, his. You don't worry. He gets his. But that dude definitely like he was all about like he did not give a shit. He was yeah. out partying. He was bragging about it. <laughs> that scene. Wow. Before he goes to his house and they hurry up and cut to him saying that. I was just like, oh fuck. <laughs> uh, it's good shit. <sighs> I fucking hate myself. I love you. Sorry guys. That's funny. That was yeah, cool. say, I'm gonna go with the uh I'm gonna go with the douchebag uh co-worker. And I'd also like to stay say as a uh union employee, you cannot have a company boss cover your shift that is against the union labor laws. Well, I mean this is the actually, actually wouldn't it be President McCheese? What's that? Wouldn't it be President McCheese at this current time? President like, McCheese? Maybe you gotta have like a smaller hamburger, like a slider with a big old uh, blonde hair piece on it. To be, <laughs> you're horrible. You're horrible. I'm done. I'm done. Hey, man. Fucking Listen, man. McDonald's gave us a duck character for some reason that was made out of chicken nuggets. I don't know. Not that. all ideas can be excellent. Okay. Right. So, so dude, do? we all unanimously agree that it is the guy who passed off the shift onto him. So, favorite kill, motherfuckers, is it the tree topper? It's the tree topper for me, Johnny D. I have to go with uh, I stab, dude, right in front of the church. Okay. I'm with Johnny. I gouge. I hate. I gouge. Yeah. Anything with the eyes, man, just freaks me out. Don't worry. It's like how last ditch effort the old tree topper is. It's like, I, I'm definitely not going to work. I mean, what the fuck did he think he was going to do with that goddamn sack? I like, really yeah. don't know, but he goes straight up panic mode. Like, right? what the fuck, like, bro? I'm not, yeah, this isn't working. Dude, I thought he was literally going to pull Santa's sleigh and, like, ninja star it at him. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he still went with the fucking neck slice. You ain't Bill Goldberg. No, he, I mean. 
Speaking of which, I got my coworker to watch that the other day. And nice. he is not he is not a person for necessarily like horror movies. Like he'll watch them every once in a while and shit like that. And I was like, well, this isn't really a horror movie, dude. You know what I mean? Like he saw that thing on Facebook, dude. He comes in, he's like, yo, I watched that Santa Slate. I was like, yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, exactly, dude. That movie's fucking awesome. And he's like, yes, it is. Christmas 2019. Holla holla. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> fucking A, dude. It was so funny. So we ended up talking about that shit today. I, I fucking love that movie. <laughs> that, you know, that was a good kill, though, with the uh, tree topper, just because, I mean, imagine waking up with your fucking loved one, just their neck sliced open on top. <laughs> like, he, I, man, that bitch had to have slept like a oh, rock. She was a hard sleeper, dude. How amazing would it have been instead of him just running out like a bitch when she screams? He cheerfully does a Merry Christmas. And then walks oh, up. That, that would have been fucking great. Merry Christmas. I was, I was at least hoping that he was going to give the kids presents and then like run away. <laughs> Something like that. He should have given the kids the presents after. That would have been fucking great. Right. Well, yeah. Like when he was staring at him, like if he was just like, uh, oh, here you go. Whoop. Sorry, oh, I killed your dad. Facebook. Anybody want to throw a comment down there to let us know? And uh, those of you, if we are live, and if you want to switch over to YouTube, I provided the YouTube link to switch on over oh. in the comment section below. So, guys, best scene in the film. Again, I already mm. stated that entire sequence of him running away from the mob and then going down that little alley of Santa's and then slipping and falling on his ass was too funny. Like I said, dude, I just like the alignment of uh, blow molds, man. I know how expensive those are. <laughs> and there was a lot of them, so I would have to agree. Like, that was just a cool shot. Very nice Christmassy feeling. They, they uh, showed it so much. Like, they knew what they had there. They're like, right. we're going to show it as much as we fucking can. This looks so good. And I liked how funny it was with, like, the torches, where it only showed the torches. It didn't necessarily show the mob. Dude, the changing direction. What? Chef's kiss, baby. That was Listen, amazing. That's where the Scooby Doo fucking like song of the week comes on. You know what I mean? Chasing them around. And I that think was... whenever you can sit back and watch this film in that sense, and kind of watch it as like a maybe a goofier maniac type film. That yeah, I can see that. Is, that this is actually quite humorous. Yeah. Uh, and that character is very much Joe Spinell. Just, I, feel, I just wish we, we I felt more sorry out a little more. You know what I mean? I wish it would it would have just been worked on just a little bit more, and we would have got to know him just a little bit better and have it play out. You know, because like I told TJ earlier, it reminded me of kind of like Joker, but with Santa Claus. Again, you know like I I mean? it draws comparisons to like things like Maniac. Brody said it's not no. quite a slasher film because it kind of focuses on the killer, kind of no. like Maniac does. So I think that. <laughs> It kind of shows you, it allows you to uh, kind of understand that this person is sick, that this person has an obsession, and this is how it affects their family. And this is one of those films that actually shows that. And then this is how, uh, this is like the decline over X amount of days. Oh, and, yeah. And this film does it very, very well. But how many years does do it so much better because William Lustig, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that guy oh. can tell a story but i think this film did it good just a little bit more humorous extra campy and a sprinkle of uh christmas joy it's 
it's a good film. I, it was I, good. It was good. But like I said, I just I wish it would have been a little bit more, you know, a little bit more detail in yeah. there. Um, but it, it was I'm a good sure film. I will say he was a sympathetic character, that is for sure. Like yes. You oh, know what I mean? He wasn't well, how many years did he do this? Was this his what do you first mean? year doing it? Because he his had other books. His brother was emotionally supporting him all the way up until that point. I think, I mean, like, he was doing the whole pretend to be Santa, like, keep an eye on the neighborhood, probably what, what all the time. I what imagine. pushed him over the edge? What fucked him this year? I think the job, him getting that promotion. I think it was just getting fucked over after fucked over after fucked over. And knowing that the company was lying out their ass about like giving the presents and shit, like yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that was it. Was the company so they were their own, own undoing? Yeah, yes. pretty much. Pretty much. Ventura. Okay, so uh, <laughs> the opening scene: Santa Claus sniffing mommy's crotch. Absolutely. Oh, opening yeah. scene. Fuck yeah, dude! You hooked me right in. Yep. This is one of those ones where you got you hope. Uh, somebody random doesn't walk in the room when you're watching it. Yes, you have to explain dude. yourself a little bit. Yes, my kid was in the room and I was like, Jesus Christ, don't fucking oh, walk yeah. in my room. Same, same, same thing happened with the mistletoe. The mistletoe, yeah, this, teaching your kids a whole new tradition there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So instead of I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, I yeah, saw right. Santa Claus sniffing mommy. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that was definitely uh, it pulls you in. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, guys. So, uh, who had the best cock on this one? Uh, Ooh, hmm. The brother. I mean, he's the only one who got ass, right? As the other brother watched him get ass. Weird, because I would never watch my brother get laid, <laughs> and may possibly have been touching himself. Yes, I kind of got that impression. You know, I didn't even think about that, but I, yeah. Well, it, it was his face. He was just kind of like. I just figured he was just no, kind of like. Castle freak then. I just figured he was kind of watching him just because like, and I could be, I figured he's probably a virgin and I know they never really touched on it, but. <clears throat> Nobody yeah. ever touched on it. Yeah. Oh. To see if their behavior is naughty or nice. I think that he's never seen the inside of right. anything moist. Uh, that's why he no. gets disgusted at penthouse you know what i mean like give me a subscription to penthouse oh, that was great that was fucking great <laughs> i feel like that was a young tj on the steps <laughs> <laughs> a life not so long ago people yeah so, so maybe he was a closeted homosexual could be maybe possible i mean maybe just seeing his parents kind of or you know Santa and his mom going at it just turned him off to sex completely. Maybe, maybe. Well, here's the thing. This is how I interpret it. Okay, go ahead. He sees Santa Claus getting this level of attention from his mom that he's never seen before until now. So this level of attention that he's getting from mom, he now is obsessed with it. His brother doesn't believe that Santa <clears throat> exists, so that just pushes his fuel even more to become this person to get that joy to ascertain that joy and that level of attention that he once saw as a child and to get that again so that it's this entire movie is him going to achieve that level of attention and the level of joy from other people that he once saw mommy giving santa claus or vice versa and anytime that people don't give him that he then acts negatively 
and kills them, which is why we see more positive reaction than negative reaction. Why we only have four kills in this movie, because we get sequences of him dancing and him delivering presidents with intermittent killings, because it all depends on the scenario and the situation and how that person reacts to him. Well, I like I like Brody said, dude, I think this movie is more not so much about the killing, more so as the breakdown. Yes. Like I almost feel like the title Christmas Evil is kind of uh it makes it feel like it's going to be more sinister than it is. Yeah. But it's kind of misleading, honestly, because I thought, you know, just from the title, we were gonna get some kind of like really, really fucked up gory you know christmas movie and it it wasn't that at all it was more of like a like you said about the mental breakdown than anything else which i mean maybe maybe the original title works a little better i don't know be yeah. I, I i agree with the misleading like when i hear evil like i don't know i always think of like almost maybe like not say necessarily satanic but you know what i mean going to that level like okay it's Halloween Homecoming, a better title for Halloween Resurrection. Yes, in a yeah. sense. Yeah. Michael Myers wasn't dead. I guess. I mean, he came home. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it's home. Is calling Halloween H2O Halloween 7, the revenge of Laurie Strode, is that better than calling it Halloween H2O? No. Yes. No. It's too I long hate of a H2O. <laughs> Watch your mouth. Let's go. No, I like the movie. I don't like the, like the, I don't like Oh yeah. The, oh yeah. That, the, the labeling is ass. It is ass town. Yeah. Fuck that. I, I, to be honest, I don't like either of those titles. Fair enough. Score. <laughs> Halloween. Score trick people, uh, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was a lot of Christmas, some weird versions of Christmas songs. Yeah. Very weird. Uh, for sure. Because there was definitely like one of, uh, I think it was like Santa's Claus is coming to town. And I was like, I've never heard it like that. Yeah, it was like a disco version. Yeah, <laughs> it was fucking weird, dude. Hey, so we can't really pinpoint a best song. Favorite character? I mean, I was going to say uh, Marshmallow Lynn or oh, Marshmallow Winner for my favorite song. But <laughs> Moss was uh, my favorite character because that kid loved Penthouse. <laughs> Dude, he was cutting out the big snippets too, man. Yes, he was. Exactly. I, I love that shot of him just fucking looking. He's like, he pans, and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy, and he's fucking cutting it out. But he's cutting it out from the wrong side. How did he know what the hell he was cutting? He's that good. He's that. I mean, good. I, mean I can understand why they did it, so that we could see what he was doing. But right. you gotta get some titties in the fucking movie. <laughs> that's the only titties we got yeah. right even if it's the magazine fuck it so guys uh favorite character yeah favorite character like i said is the penthouse boy i mean he definitely was a good laugh he was a good laugh i i, I mean i like the main dude himself like i just like his descent into madness yeah i'm with john you really sympathize with the guy you really feel for him like I mean, okay, as creepy as he might have been coming, because yes, obviously he's still watching kids that are not his own. And but that, that's because he believes he is Santa. Correct. Yeah, like, he's not doing it with any malintent or no. like and but that picture the that the, the desk, that, that's what that's that, that was again, he's only concerned about being Santa Claus. He could give a fuck about sexual things, which is why he mastered right. 
watches yeah. his brother and stuff. And I think that he's only interested if that stuff comes to him because of who he is. Uh, true. Yeah. I can see that. It would have been interesting to have an extra scene where like maybe some prostitutes approached him when he was dressed as Santa to see yeah. how he see that would have been cool. Stab in the eye again. Naughty. <laughs> well, movie, wrong movie. I to know. show the difference there, it would have to show them coming on to him for being Santa Claus, right? Something turning them off. Like, would he be like, yeah? Would he be the gif of like Skinner hiding from the strippers? Like, ah, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, essentially. <laughs> okay. All right. Scary. No. 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 Not at all. Hold up. No. 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 Yeah, I could use a little bit of touching up. Yes, I could. Addition, maybe. Acting? Not terrible. Not but horrible. not great. I would say mediocre. The main guy did his job. Exceptional. The brother's too loud. The <laughs> guy is spot on. Uh, the brother is the dude who is the old guy in Walking Dead. I don't uh, think the performance is that good. I think it's just the entire time. Herschel? No, was that no, Herschel? That wasn't Herschel. Yes, it was. No, 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 no. Let me look. Let me look. No fucking way. No. Well, you look. Or Dale. Cinematography. Cinematography was bleh. It was uh it it, it did its job with the except and then like I said, there's that one awesome shot of the, uh the Santa Claus lights. So well, he's right. That is Dale from The Walking Dead. There you go. The more you know. It was Dale. Oh shit. Shoot the star across the screen. It was the uh, it was I just knew the eyebrows like that was the giveaway <laughs> of all things. It's the fucking eyebrows, dude. Those are the fucking diesel eyebrows, bro. <laughs> but uh, uh, cinematography and equipments. I mean, it was what it was. I liked, like I said, I liked when they were chasing him around with the pitchforks and everything, just because it was shot kind of funny, but at the same time, more like an old Frankenstein movie. That, that's what I was thinking. That scene was shot like intentionally comedic. And that that really worked for that scene. I thought that scene was done really well. The rest of it's kind of yeah, middle of the road for me. What you got, boss? You got anything fantastical to say about it? No, like I said, I think it, did, it was meh. It did its job, and like I said, the only really takeaway shot was the the Santa shot, the Santa globe shot. So uh, premise premise again. This is just Christmas maniac half assed. Uh, this what would you call this dollar store brand maniac? at christmas time yeah sure go with that about a quarter of the atmosphere about half the storytelling and about a third of the fucking uh character building (laughs) i just think that that movie did what this movie does a lot fucking better and a lot more atmosphere with a lot more style now i I really want to see maniac at christmas dude I, i really love the fact that we're still talking about maniac this far after we've even reviewed it that's because I did the William Lustig films. We did the Maniac Cop films. And then Steve's on, so I'm constantly going to talk about Maniac Cop anytime he's on. Just <laughs> Fair. Uh, so, yeah. If Steve's on, we're probably going to talk about William Lustig at least once. I, I, I just love the fact that my first take on Maniac, it was kind of middle of the road, but that, that move, the film, the, weeks later, I was still thinking about it. So I'd, I would give it a higher in retrospect. I'd like to see uh, New York Ripper. That's another film that Blue Underground. By the way, Blue Underground's owned by William Lustig. By the way, funny that you mentioned that because you said about uh, possibly changing it up and doing like Fulci films or something for my picks. That I actually had that listed as one of my possible picks. Really, I heard it's incredible. 
I heard it's really incredible. Hmm. They do have a 4K release of that through Blue Underground, which I think you can get up at uh, Diabolic DVD. <clears throat> Don't quote me on that. <laughs> Fair enough. So, any additional questions, Jean Andy? Oh, let's see. What do we got here? I mean, this movie was kind of straightforward. And we talked about the potential, we talked about the van scene already at the end, which obviously was a big one, whether, you know, die or fly, I guess. <clears throat> um, and we talked about what, let's see, what the, what the hell they actually left for the father in the beginning. Uh, do you know how long it was until we got the actual first kill in the movie? 53 minutes. There you go. I wrote that down. <laughs> that we I, can't watch it on, uh, just before dawn. Just before dawn, this 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 officially breaks the record. Well, I think just before dawn was like eighty minutes. No, 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 it was like forty-seven or something. Was it? All right. Yeah, yeah, I could go back and check, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Yeah, you that guys long. pooped on me hardcore because of the the gap between kills. Because remember, it's Dick stab, and then there's a long different a long. Well, listen, we also got that extra fifteen minutes of scenic footage in between yeah, Dick stab. Love and waterfalls. It's it's. Oh, I thought it was fifteen. <laughs> it felt like 15. Hey, did I tell you what uh, TJ did when I stopped over a few weeks ago? What's that? We walk up into the studio. He's like, oh, hey, by the way, I turned on just before dawn for you. I turn around. It's just waterfalls on the screen. <laughs> it's like a screensaver of waterfalls. <laughs> That's awesome. It was pretty good. I got a good laugh out of it. But the little jokes, guys. So uh, recycle, rewind, or remake. Actually, remake this. And who's playing Santa? Seth Rogen. No. no. Yes. Okay, so for me, the entire time I'm watching this, and I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I, I, The only thing that popped in my head was I want this fucking movie remade by Rob Zombie with... Um, God damn it. What the fuck is his name? Fucking Chop Top. God Bill damn it. Bill Mosley. Bill Mosley is fucking Santa Claus. Mm. Nah, he's too over the top for me. Mm. I would love that. Could you imagine the mommy Santa Claus sniffing scene? Rob Zombie style? Oh, yeah. Style. Well, first of all, it would be his wife. Yep. Um, Sherry Moon. Yep. And then Santa would be probably... <sighs> Who I'm trying to think. I mean, he has the same people in every fucking movie. Who would okay? So here would who would be Bill Mosley's brother? Because you'd have to have to, some guy to play good against that. Would it be the other guy that's always in every Robert Zombie movie that's just in the latest Tremors? I'm fucking drawing a blank on his name. You know who I'm talking about, right, TJ? What the fuck, dude? I like him though. He's a good actor. So no, no. Uh, Man, I'm gonna say remake, dude. But I just can't think of who I'd want. Remake oh. with Danny McBride. There we go. Bingo. <laughs> we love Danny McBride. Hey Blumhouse, do you believe in him? I guess. So we're so we're going more of a we're going more into the comedy niche than the actual like. Like I said, this film ha- feels like it has undertones at times, and you can definitely right. take it that way. So why not k- take that all the way? No, through? that's fine. I mean, I I just I didn't know where to like potentially go for it. I can't honestly think of anybody at the time being, but fuck I didn't know Seth Rogen laughing as he fucking drives away in his van into the fucking moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would just see smoke coming out of the van though. <laughs> There'd be several scenes of of Santa smoking a joint. Imagine if that's what like like made him go like into his Santa modes or something like that because he got some crazy weed. He got some new weed called like fucking peppermint Kringle or something like that. (laughs) And then every time he fucking smokes it, dude, like he goes into this crazy fucking Santa like rage thing. I love I love that (laughs) peppermint Kringle. 
but then the showdown with him and his brother would have to be like, no, I saw Santa sniffing mom's panties. Like he would have to like just fucking like go full force with it. Yeah, guys, break up. Oh. So we're all in agreement there. Then remake this bitch. Remake yeah. it. But and like it could go one of two ways. It could go the comedy route, or it could go like this: the completely fucked up. Just like brutal fucking route. Spooky Scuba Steve. Yes. Rating. I give it a 2.5. It was good. I, I, I agree. 2.5 is uh, is a pretty generous score. BJD. I'm going to go with a 2.8. Oh. I like the Christmas aesthetic, dude. Like it still uh, it fits the season very well. Give it a three. Hmm. 2.7. Score more score. Fair. Very fair. Very fair. We haven't had one under three in a minute. Christmas. Oh, yeah. Christmas Evil 1980 gets 2.7 out of five. Bloody VHS. Dude. Yeah. When was, so, our, when was our last bad score? Like, we've had some rich. really, really good ones. I feel like we had a bad one since then. It wasn't quite as low. What did you guys do? Uh, Deep Star 6 was a 2.6. Okay. Uh, yeah. The Thing 2011 was 2.9. Did we really go that low on that? Wow. Yeah, I'm surprised at that too. I think that was because of the uh, the shitty CGI. Really hurt that one. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So next week, gentlemen. I'm going to watch the trailer for everybody. Ooh, we're already going to watch the trailer? Nice. Nice. And while uh, Poppy is popping up the trailer, I'm going to let you all know that you can watch this right now on Tubi and pluto tv for free and then it's also on amazon with uh premium subscription and all the other good shit voodoo youtube and all that good stuff so it's 2012's silent night it is a remake of the popular franchise silent night deadly night so i will finish off this week's show with this trailer so without further ado i will catch you next week and a friendly reminder that all of these podcasts can be found over on projectlouder.net and audio version, of course, on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else that you listen to your podcasts. Uh, this is your host, Whip the Motherfucking Most, TJ Bowser, the Lady Arouser, saying, See you next week. This is your Dark Lord of Knowledge, Chad Christman, saying, I'll see you next time, bitches. This is Big Johnny D saying, See you later, Gorehounds. This is fucking Scuba Steve saying, Stay spooky, motherfuckers. <laughs> And listen to someone supernatural. Yeah. Got something for me? Ooh, a cattle prod. Let me tell you about Christmas. It ain't all candy canes and pretty lights. I heard this story. This fella dressed as Santa. He set about killing them that was naughty. Creep. <laughs> Every year, a new town. Everyone knows that story. It's an urban legend. <laughs> Christmas. The number one holiday for people going nuts. Oh shit. Listen, we've got a lead on our killer from the Wait, so did they mention the first movie? Hiding in plain sight. I think they have their version of it. It kind of sounds like they referenced it. Oh, yeah. We're just going to have to take this maniac down ourselves. 
Christmas Eve is the scariest damn night of the year. <laughs> I like it. That looks interesting. I like it. Now that.